Welcome to Eyes of Autism. Today we are talking with Ted and Kean Marshall with the Rook Center, Reaching Over Obstacles Collectively. Stay tuned to hear about the world of difference that they've made in not only Danny's life and our family's lives, in general. Well, we'll just start off with some easy conversation here, get to know our guests. We've got Ted and Key and Marshall on our podcast today. Oh yeah, Dan, just do a little, little clap. Uh, Dan, how do you know these guys? They work, they work for this really awesome company called the Rook Center. Yeah, and they're pretty awesome guys, right? Yeah, they really, they're, 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 they really know how to get the stuff done. Yeah. <laughs> and what were you guys talking about before, before the podcast started? What, what's something that you like about Mr. Ted Marshall here? <laughs> um, he gets his done work really fast. Oh, there like, you it's go. Almost like, it's almost like he gets, he gets the work done around the clock. Yeah. You're talking and about his hobbies too, right? Yeah. He's got a pretty, the car that you really like to yeah, drive. Yeah, yeah, the cars, and he also likes music too. Sweet, yeah, we were talking about music. What kind of music do you like? Uh, actually, I have a pretty uh, a pretty wide palette. Um, <laughs> I could actually uh, listen to uh, just about anything from uh, jazz to uh, hip-hop. Um, there's some country music I actually like. Hey, there you go. Uh, yeah. Real huge with 70s music. Love the Eagles. <laughs> um, it's probably one of my favorite groups, Eagles, the Commodores. Yeah. Uh, so I have a pretty, I, I pride myself on having a really, really uh, uh, a big palette when it comes to music. Kian, do you think your music taste matches your dad's? A lot of it, but, you know, he definitely knows a lot more than me. And yeah. <laughs> it always amazes me how, like, he'll walk into a room and hear something I've never heard before and be like, hey, and right. then start a conversation right. up. So it's, it's amazing, yeah. yeah. Nice. Awesome, awesome. Well, you want to tell us a little bit about Rook and what it stands for? Yes, um, Rook uh, is actually the uh, nickname for my oldest son, Trey, who oh, has autism. And uh, so we named our company after him because it's actually a legacy piece for us. And what Rook means is reaching over obstacles collectively. And so uh, we uh, started uh, the company uh, because I got very, very frustrated with not being able to find quality agencies to help us, you know, with him, mm-hmm. especially when I had uh, first started my uh, first company that I own. And we were looking for, uh, you know, an agency to come in and kind of help us during the day where I could be at the office and really, really focus on what I needed to focus on. Right. And, you know, after we visit visited, agency after agency after agency, you know, I just kind of threw my hands up and I was really, really, I was really irritated by it. And of course, you know, typical man, you know, I kept talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. And uh, my spouse uh, finally one day, I think she got tired of me talking about it. She (laughs) said, why don't you just do something about it? So really out of me just saying, I'm going to show you, I started the Rook Center. And, uh, my goal was to, uh, I started it to as a legacy piece for my uh, son, Trey, uh, and then I also started because, you know, I wanted to drive bad agencies out of business, you know, like take all their business from them. Uh, so, you know, people who had developmental disabilities would have a quality uh, agency. Yeah. And then, too, I thought that uh, it would be really neat to come at the whole healthcare industry 
from a different uh, vantage point. Um, because what I saw was a lot of people at the lower, you know, ends of our economy were the people who are really servicing people with developmental disabilities. And nothing's wrong with that. But my thing is, would it not be neat to offer working with people with developmental disabilities to people who are educated, people who, you know, this person may be in a whole different profession, but present something to them where not only can they create and have an awesome career, but they can go home every night and feel really, really good about themselves, Mm -hmm. that they've, you know, contributed to our society. And so uh, that is where uh, the Rook Center kind of came out of. Um, And, of course, like most things that I do, when we uh, first started, I didn't realize it was going to take off the way it did. Yeah. And it did. Jeez. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So. And how did it take off? Well, we uh, started with, um, again, because I was just, you know, we started with one of the uh, toughest cases. Well, actually, the toughest case they had mm-hmm. in Northwest Ohio. And so, uh, believe it or not, I uh, got a call out of the blue um, from uh, this young man's mom. And believe it or not, she said that she went through a list of providers and saw my name and just said, hey, I'm going to call him. And then we started talking, and she found out that I had a son that had uh, autism. And uh, after we conversated, I was like, man, I really think I can help her. However, you know, at that time, I didn't have my certification and my licensure all in, you know, Mm -hmm. place to be able to do it. So she told me, she says, you know what? She says, I'll actually wait for you to start your company, and uh, I want you to work with my son. And he was in pretty bad, uh, pretty bad situation. Uh, Mm -hmm. He had no clothes on, and he hadn't been outside uh, or had clothes on in two years. And it really, yeah, it really broke my heart. Um, And so me, of course, having, owning a physician recruiting company, I was able to link them up with some neurologists and people, you know, uh, that I knew. And so we hit the ground running. And uh, one of the things that we're very, very proud of in our company was within two and a half weeks, we had clothes on him. And we oh had him goodness. going out to the uh, garbage can to empty his garbage. Wow. So that's um, two, two years. Two that years. This young man two years. had mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It was. It was within two weeks, you were able right. to. And when I say naked, I mean weeks. naked. How old was he? Uh, he, at that time, he was 25. Oh, my gosh. 24, 25. Was it, was it sensory? Like the sensory? Well, it, it, well. Feeling of clothing? Well, or? it was. You know, whatever you're allowed to. Yeah. Yeah, Some of it was okay. One day he just woke up and didn't want to have clothes on, <laughs> and because he had behaviors, you know, they didn't want to press the issue. You know, and uh, then it became a situation where, you know, if you've dealt with people who have autism, you know, they're very routine driven. Right. So it was kind of a routine of, hey, I'm not going to put on clothes today, and I'm going to, you know, do what I do. And so, again, we're very, very proud. We're still actually working with this young man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, shoot, he has a pool out in his backyard. Hey. And uh, he goes out swimming now. We take him out every day to go to lunch with his dad. 
Uh, it's really, really awesome. One of our goals uh, this year is for him to be able to attend his sister's wedding. Um, and so we're very, very close to feeling very comfortable with being able to do that. Um, and so uh, I work with... Danny uh, and Kean just fist bumped, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah that's, that's impressive. Because that's, that's what, yeah, that's what we do, you know. And, and you know, and, and again, I'm, I'm very, very proud of uh, the team that we've assembled together. Um, and just, it was, it's just awesome when you go in and you're not uh, helping someone to facilitate them, but actually helping them to get better and whatever that better is for them. Yeah. And so uh, so that's what we do. And so, uh, you know, we work with Danny, of course, and mm -hmm. Danny is not, you know, it's probably one of our easier uh, people that we uh, work with. So we've Thank done you. a really good Thank job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I think Danny's going to run the company one day. But Oh, <laughs> what do you think of that, bro? That'd yeah. That'd be really so so yeah so that's what we do and uh we're very very proud of our company and we're very very proud that we're able to uh, service you know our community uh in a way to really really help uh these young men and young women who a lot of times are really just totally misunderstood and yeah. no one's really taking the time to look at things from their vantage point and to see it their way because it is a, a paradigm shift you know, you really have to go in and take what you think out and then actually focus on what are they trying to tell you. And then, of course, whatever they're giving you, you know, take that and then make something of it. Yeah. And so, yeah. Well, you know, um, I'll tell you what, Kian said, so if, Danny, is it okay if I give a little history on, on you and your routine before Rook? He gave me a thumbs up for the audience. For so yeah, so Dan, that's okay. Yeah, that's I might okay. ask you a couple questions. Yeah. Um, okay, so Dan the man, before you started working with Rook, what time would you get up in the morning? Or what time during the day? What time do you think you'd get up out of bed? Um, oh, everybody's laughing because they know the answer, but I want to... Um, like yeah. 12, 1-ish p.m. I don't know. So, so I would even say, later. yeah, sometimes 4 p.m., right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so but, there were days you'd um, you'd sleep all day and then yeah. be up until about 4 a.m. And we, we couldn't, help, we were trying to help you fall asleep, right, bro? Right. Yeah, and so similar to, to what you were talking about earlier, you just couldn't find the services. We were trying to find somebody who could help Danny get into a... A stronger routine, one that set him up for more success and more friendships, right, Dan? Right. Because that was another thing is, is Dan the man here was um, uh, calling friends in the middle of the night, right, when they, they weren't awake, but you right. were awake, right. right, bro? Right, right, Yeah, is that okay that I shared that? No, no, you're fine. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, it's okay. And, uh, yeah, because it, it is what it is because it's just a communication, right? It's, it's right. the way that Dan, um, with... Um, how how he communicates with his autism and and something that though we needed to shift right and so I remember when my parents started talking about the Rook Center and they were like hey we found this this program and it's just getting off the ground and and I they really help they they're really hopeful about it and I was like okay um, and at f first. Um, I, I was nervous because we had gotten our hopes up about things before, but mm -hmm. I'll tell you what, within within a month, Danny was getting out of bed at 10, 
10 a.m. 10 a.m. Kian, you were one yeah. of the people there helping him get <laughs> Danny was, and he was excited to be up because he was excited to see you. And yeah. and and you guys would work out, Danny. You'd go and walk yeah. around the it was gym. Fun. I must admit, and I was, it was like, fun. yeah, and I was like, oh my goodness, Dan. <laughs> like, and if, I, I, we are so grateful for the for mm-hmm. for this change in yeah. routine and and how big of a difference it has made yeah. in in our lives and in Danny's life. And Danny's touched on it before. Right. Um, but, uh, and it's you and, and Dante, right, that yeah. come in and, and help. Yeah. yeah. I, what do you guys do? I came in first with Dan, and I think the special thing about us and uh, the Rook Center is we like to pair people up with uh, our different clients, for lack of a better mm-hmm. word, um, custom for them. Um, I think a lot of time the services that people get is somebody that's much older than them, not the same gender, doesn't share the same interests, but... Mm-hmm. With me and Dan, it's special because you know we go back to high school. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, and you're wearing a Black Panther shirt right now, <laughs> so let's go. <laughs> yeah. You got the common interests. So it was great just to come in and uh, you know get to see Dan after such a long time not yeah. seeing him, and then to connect with him and then to be uh, his friend, his mentor, and then to teach him new things, to get him in a good routine, and uh, just get the ball rolling and keep it rolling to where. Uh, he can enjoy a better quality of life and get more out of life than which he wants to get out of life and to, you know, stride over these obstacles and uh, to, you know, yeah. work through all these challenges. And it's, it's been great working with them. And, True. You know, what I love about working um, in my job, it doesn't ever feel like a job. It's just, you yeah. know, hanging out, uh, teaching new things and making connections and just enjoying uh, the time so yeah I'm just so blessed to uh, be able to be a part of Dan's life and all the different people's lives that I've been able to work with mm-hmm. so true. far true yeah. now I didn't realize that you guys fist bump again I love it <laughs> um, so you guys knew each other in high school mm-hmm. how did you guys know each other um, different grades but through, through the same people pretty wait, much wait Dan are you older than him um, actually in fact um, what, what's the story behind it again so, <laughs> yeah, Danny is older than me, okay. uh, so he was in the older grade. Mm-hmm. However, we were born in the first year, so I was uh, late uh, in 1997, and obviously Danny in early yeah, 1997. Okay. Yeah. Um, but we met... Uh, we both played football together. Third, yeah. Okay, so, I think I thought that was what it was through. Yeah, my junior year and his senior year, we were both on the same team. It was fun, and yeah, we had a great time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the first time Danny. So, were you at the homecoming game yes. when yep. that? I'll never forget that. You yeah. want to cry my eyes? Out. Do you want to tell that? Yeah, what happened? Or I can. Yeah, Dan, what what happened that day? Yeah. Because uh, the whole team, and the reason I bring it up, but it was is very random. It was very random. Random. <laughs> <laughs> because shocked. I'll tell you what, Kian, that shocked. team. Um, it was very random. I think just and that day really just spoke volumes about who you are as as people and as a person. And right. but basically, what happened was, Dan, yeah. the man here. So you were in the audience. We were probably <laughs> sitting near each other. Yeah. Because it, we were. It's funny because uh, when you're when when Annette came to this, well, first of all, she called me, mm-hmm. and when I got off the phone, I was like, man, I said, you know, I know her from somewhere, but mm-hmm. I couldn't put my finger on it. Yeah. So of course, you know, she says, well, look, 
would it be okay if I come up to the center? I said, yeah, come on up to the center. We can talk. So she hangs the phone up, and she's at the center, like, real fast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, she either lives close, or she was somewhere in the area. Or very eager. <laughs> yeah. Probably and all so, of those. Yeah, yeah that's, that's enough. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, you know, she comes in looking just like you, and she's, you know, looking all around, and she's kind of taking everything in, and we're talking. And the more we kept talking, I was like, I know her from somewhere. And so then when she told me who we, who she was coming to talk to me about, which, of course, was Danny, um, I was like, I know him. And she said, well, how do you know him? And it was so funny. I said, uh, I said he went to Sylvania Southview. True. And she said, True. yes, he did. I said, he graduated there. She said, yes, he did. I said, well, my children went to Sylvania Southview also. And I said, and that's how I know who, you know, who Dan is. And... She was speechless. First time I've ever seen her where she didn't really know what to say. She was kind of like, really? I'm like, yeah, really? And so I think what what really, really um, set her back was I told her, I said, hey, look, I said, first of all, we're going to be able to have some people work with Danny who actually went to school with him. Because yeah. we actually have several young men who come out of Sylvania Southview. So he's very familiar with them. So she liked that because we'd be able to put him with people who actually graduated with in some cases. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, two, what I think she thought was really, really neat was when I talked to her about how the Root Center is for our community and that when I started the company... It was people like Danny that I knew over the years who we wanted to help. And so um, that is, that it, to us, it was phenomenal because I'll never forget when she left after she had been there for like an hour or two. <laughs> and when she left, I remember sitting down and speaking with my staff and telling them how excited I was. And the reason why I was so excited was because The reason why we set up the Rook Center was for people like Danny. I had him in mind. There's also another young man that we actually are working with him, too, who was another young man who was in school around that time that I knew of. And those are the type of kids I definitely wanted to get Mm -hmm. involved with, you know, the center because, you know, it only makes sense, you know, uh, because... We are community. Yeah. And it's, so, it's yeah. great. The Southview community and the Sylvania community has been awesome. True. Um, to go back to the story, um, throughout school, you know, having my brother go through Sylvania schools, we've never had an issue as far as him being bullied, mm-hmm. as far as him, uh, you know, being an outcast. He's always had a community of people around him who accepted him, enjoyed him, and... Uh, interacted with him and I think the same goes with Dan and and that story kind of sums it up is you know where Dan was on the football team and you know he'd like dress he'd dress mm -hmm. but wouldn't wouldn't really play because he's the team manager freshman to junior year mm -hmm. (laughs) and then senior he was like I want to play Right. And the coach was like, "All right." Um, and so Dan would dress, yeah. but he never really—he never played. But he loved dre- to dress. Mm-hmm. But yeah. sorry, and I yeah. Just so on, on homecoming uh, day, we were uh, all just trying to figure out a way to get Dan on the field, and we were all hyped up about it. So mm-hmm. 
when he finally got his chance, everybody on the sideline was going crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody uh, we were all on the field was, yeah. you know, sitting there uh, making sure that he knew what to do and that he got his opportunity to shine. And mm-hmm. it was just such an amazing feeling to uh, get to see him do that. Mm-hmm. And true. Yeah, I'll never true. forget guys, it. Like, and it, what it was, was, so he went out there and was, on, like, in the – and mm-hmm. I'll – I'll tell you what, I, I am right not great him. with football terminology. <laughs> you were right behind him? Yeah, I was yeah. playing uh, safety at the time. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you got, so he was like in the middle, <laughs> and you guys like formed like a shape around him. Or did I make that? <laughs> See, look at this. Is That's how formations work. Oh, yeah, the formations, <laughs> the football, the football, the, the shapes. It looked mm. like a triangle? I don't know. <laughs> That's he, what I think. <laughs> Dan's Dan's a pretty tall guy and he's pretty big, so I am. <laughs> he's uh, on the D line. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. Danny would be good at tackling yeah. people. Yeah, really. uh-huh. so he did his thing, man. And, yeah. and 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 the more I think about the story, I mean, like I was like I said, I was shocked. I I I I did not I did not know what, what was going on, and mm-hmm. it made me and it, and it, it it didn't make me. It 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 didn't make me emotional. It just made me feel included. That's all. That's awesome. Aww, yeah, it made me feel included. Aww. That is that's awesome. And 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 that is and that is what this is all about. Yeah. It's helping people like Dan maximize his potential. And who are we to put you know a limit or a tap right. on what he can do? Um, one thing that uh, we're working on is is actually Dan starting his own. Uh, company, yeah, uh, where he does the bitcom and you know, kind of like a financial advisor. And so here, really soon, I was telling uh, Marissa that he's going to be asking, you know, his family members for like, you know, a hundred pennies. And what he we're going to do is going to set up a company, and then he's going to invest their money in the bitcom. And so it's going to help him learn more about money, and. Uh, and also how to, you know, run a business. Yes, sir. Can, 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 is there a way, and, and, and speaking of which, um, is there a way to like, transfer that into a card? Because I don't like using cash anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's on a cash Yeah, guy. you know what, I tell you what, yeah, I mean, oh, and, and that can work too, because you got to right. remember, when they give you the money, as long as you preface with them that, hey, we're going to put this on a card, and... You can still track it, and they can track it. Right. That's no problem. And now, right. if that's something, yeah. Dan, because I know whenever we, um, uh, I'm, that's funny that you say that, Dan, because I forgot that whenever when we go places and you pay with, if you do pay with cash, when you when when they give you the coins back, you usually say no, just keep it, <laughs> right? Yeah, because it's the it's the coins and the. Right. You know, yeah, you don't Dan like that. Like yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. So right. if that's mm-hmm. and what's and cool about. Yeah, yeah, makes sense, yeah. And you guys are um, always looking to accommodate and to work together. And so um, if we do have to workshop ideas, know that we can, you know, like move forward and do that. And that's what I, one of the things I love about you guys. Um, right. And let's see. Well, I think, we've, oh, yeah. I think we've, we're better people and a better, you know, company having... You know, people like Danny uh, allow us to work with them, um, and uh, you know we're we're very very proud of that, very proud of that, um, and uh, we pride ourselves on, um, you know, again helping people maximize their potential, and uh, and then that's where 
we think Dan's at right now. I mean, mm -hmm. he's doing an awesome job. I am. He really is. And so, um, so he he's always had a lot of friends, but he has a band of brothers that mm -hmm. are uh, focused on uh, making you know sure he can be the best that he can be. And I think that uh, mm -hmm. that says a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then when when you pick him up and you guys go around and run, sometimes you run errands, you go to the gym. Um, sometimes you go back to your facility, which I had the mm -hmm. like awesome opportunity to see a couple weeks ago. <laughs> that place is sweet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so Dan, when you walk through that place, what's going through your head? Because we're hey. going to ask him to explain it a little bit, too. It lo almost looks like a fraternity house. What? <laughs> okay, now that's not what I expected, but all right. No, it, it gives you that feeling maybe yeah, of going does. into it one because like, of the like, camaraderie. Right, right. <laughs> right. Like that. And there, are, there are a lot of right. rooms, like cool rooms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. a lot of well, I guess I could see that, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what kind of things do you, if you want to explain to our audience, some of the awesome things you have in your center and what you use them for? Um... They have a movie theater, they have this. I mean, not this, I should not say this and that. They have a movie theater, they have their own meeting room, they have a lot of bunch of offices here and there, which are look, look, look really fun. <laughs> yeah, and that's, um, trying to think what else they have. Um, I know what they have. The usual stuff like bathrooms and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's so, good. The, uh, the Rook Center is, you know, our central location, it's our office space. Um, so it's where my dad and then the team leads and everybody go uh, to get, you know, the administrative part of the job done. But also what we've done is we've turned it into a, a space where um, people can come and uh, feel like they're at home and enjoy themselves. And so they can get outside their house and so they yeah. don't have to just sit at home all day. And um, so, yeah, we have a, a game room that uh, doubles as a movie room as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, so you can play games, watch movies, oh, if, cool. if that if you enjoy yeah, that. Yeah, that's neat. It's cool because it's, it's an office space, but it has a kitchen as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's snacks, food that we keep stocked in there. Yeah. Oh, and that's something that you guys worked with him on, too, making um, yeah, breakfast. Food. food. Yeah, yeah. like learning, because that was really mm -hmm. um, hard for Dan with the sensory and the, yep, the yep. moving, like, steps. He needs yeah. steps yeah. to I remember do that things. Was, and, mm -hmm. That was the that first was, thing that me and Dan tackled together was uh, was cooking. Mm -hmm. And it was it was cool because, you know, I don't think you were too interested in cooking before. Were you? Right. And then I was like, hey, man, why don't you try? I, I like to cook. So Dan was like, hey, I'll, I'll try because you like it. So mm -hmm. right. um, what we make first, it was uh, a breakfast sandwich. Something like that. Yeah, with eggs and bacon. And mm -hmm. uh, we made some biscuits, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was really fun. What's your it favorite awesome. thing that you cooked, Dan? Um, to, yeah, we didn't make we didn't make a lot. Um, <laughs> to be honest, um, I know you like a lot of food though. Just everything, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah, hard to pick one. Hard to pick one. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, what we what we try what we've tried to do at the Root Center is is make it a space where uh, people uh, like Dan can come and intermingle with people. Uh, like himself, who he could be very, very comfortable around and let his hair down. So it's really a space meant for his community and our community to be able to be there as one. Um, and I think that's really, really neat. Um, you know, one of um, 
you know, one one thing that Danny and I, you know, talked about early on when he first came to us is that, you know, he he's different than a lot of people. So, you know, we're not going to treat him um, like he has a disability that he doesn't have. And so our thing is, is that he's very high functioning. And so we want to put him in an environment where he feels comfortable mm-hmm. uh, with people who are high functioning, you know, um, and also... You know, with people who, which I hate to use this term, whatever normal people. Neurotypical. Neurotypical, yeah. right. Um, that's what we try to do. And, again, I think that goes to the whole point of, you know, not buying into what his potential is, mm-hmm. you know. And so, uh, and, again, I think uh, one thing that I think they've always done a good job at uh, Southview and with Sylvania schools is, is by bringing everyone together so you have peer models. Yeah. Um, and, and that's what the Center Act does. It acts as a peer model because on any day, who knows who's going to be there. It's always <laughs> eventful, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah. So and we're how really, many, really proud oh, of it. Go ahead. How many um, people do you have working, working with Root right now or working for Root? Okay. We actually, I just counted it, we have about 35 to 40 uh, what we call residential specialists. Wow. That, uh, I that didn't work realize with that because I've really, I've, I've met you and I've met Dante. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, man. It's, you know, we're really growing. And again, like I told Good. you. And RJ, uh, obviously. Yeah, it, yeah. It's really taken off. Uh, and we're in a situation now where um, <clears throat> we're committed to growing, but we want to grow organically we don't want to get over our skis because our thing is it's really important for us to be able to what we do for Dan we want to be able to do for the next person Mm -hmm. and so what happens is is when you do a good job of course everybody wants you to come in and work with them and so we're getting inundated with uh, calls uh and so I have to be very very uh you know cautious on not taking on something that we're not going to be able to exhibit our brand mm-hmm. uh, in doing. However, when you grow, you have to grow. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, so we, we, you know, we have about 35, yeah. 35 to 40 people that work with us and, uh, and just all kind of uh, stories we can tell you. And we have some outstanding clients also mm-hmm. uh, that have really become a part of the Rook family. Um, that we service, you know, every day. And again, some of these people, we actually are in their house 24 hours a day, seven days oh, a week. Oh, I didn't realize yeah, that. I was oh, ask yeah. That. yeah. So oh, yeah. D- it varies. Oh, so so I know that, so with Dan, you come in um, a couple days a week mm-hmm. um, and get him in a routine, a daily, like a, a, a daily routine, um, go work out and uh, make food or hang out. Um, but it's but that's not all you do for people. Like you, right. it's it's really catered to that individual yeah, exactly. and what they need. Right. So it's so funny. When, I was yeah. I was watching or listening to a, a earlier episode, and you guys mm-hmm. were talking about uh, living situations and mm-hmm. uh, finding uh, housing and uh, housing in various areas mm-hmm. and working on that uh, problem. And there was a question that popped up. You're like, I wonder if there's people that come in and help. Uh, the manage their house and yeah. uh, you know 
keep up with their laundry and i was like well that's what we do <laughs> it's funny yeah. that's what i was looking forward to uh the coming in and speaking so happy and that that exists yeah, yeah so to help and teach those skills oh, that yeah. don't come as easily oh yeah what we yeah. teach is, is very personalized to each uh client or person that we service um so it's really dependent on the person's uh, needs. Mm-hmm. Um, if they need help with keeping up their house, chores, uh, personal hygiene, various reminders, that's what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, if they don't need help with that, then that's fine. What, whatever their goals are and whatever their desired outcome is, yeah. that's what we do. And what we do is we team up with their family, their guardian, obviously them, their SAS, which is the state, yeah, and we all work together to overcome their goals and to provide for them um, the best experience possible. I also just like that term, their SAS, because yeah. everyone here that's like, oh, they're sassy. <laughs> and our cousin um, uh, was a Paul. yeah, was SAS, and yeah. uh, I believe just recently retired. Um, well, I or thought some, or one of our family friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah he uh, he either he got did. another. Uh, another uh, position I think he may have got another position there where he's no longer a SAS but mm-hmm. I think he's still doing something at the board mm-hmm. but uh, he got a higher position but I just love that yeah. term yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can call me yeah. a SAS there. Mm-hmm. some days maybe Danny calls me one right sassy no, <laughs> now he shook never, his head yeah. no. mm-hmm. Danny would never call you that <laughs> yeah. so yeah. where do you so you touched on this a little bit where do you foresee Rook going well, um, again, it's a legacy piece uh, for, you know, my son, Trey. And so the goal is is for us to get, you know, bigger um, and to service as many people as we possibly can uh, while maintaining, you know, um, our brand. Um, and again, um, you know, I've spoken actually with Annette about some different ideas that we have, you know, for people. Uh, like uh, Danny. Um, so, again, we're going to kind of go where it goes, mm-hmm. but we know in the back of our minds that we want to, like, say, for instance, for a person like Danny, who's very, very high-functioning, you want to be able to take it to that next level. So it kind of yeah. goes into, you know, I, I think it's great that people have people like Danny come in and do certain jobs and things of that nature. But I think our next big venture is is to, you know, simply say, you know, they can do more than push a cart. Yeah. Okay. We've talked about that. So my thing is, is I really want to explore, you know, a tech side of what some of these people can do because they actually have beautiful minds. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. a lot of them are actually way smarter, way smarter than us, you know. Um, And some of them have the ability to focus on things that we can't, you know. You know, five seconds later, our mind's somewhere else. So my thing is to try to find the niche of, okay, what can this person, who in some cases may not be able to really communicate well, what is it that the good Lord gave him or her that they can do that's better than anybody else in the world? Mm-hmm. And let's tap into that. You know, uh, my 
um, fiance calls it, what are you in the top 1% of? There you go. Yeah, mm. he says he's in the in the top 1% of people who can stop the gas tank exactly on the even oh number. My God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not in that. <laughs> he's in top 1% of other things, too. He's a pretty quality guy, yeah. but that's what I like the way I that, that. I love that. <laughs> but I like that. So what are, so like, what's Dan or what's, what's... Kian, what's what's everybody? What are you in the top one percent of? And yeah. you know, like that, exploring what that is and how you can grow your business from that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, and that's something I've been super excited about coming on the podcast is because it's not really known um, what we do a lot, and mm. um, a part of like us growing is finding quality people. Our yeah. From the start, we've always said we're not going to put somebody in a house or with a client that we wouldn't feel comfortable with, with our own, with my brother and my dad's son. Yeah. Yeah. So we're very, um, what's the word? We're very, I guess, uh, committed to um, giving people quality services mm -hmm. and to have quality services, we need quality people. So I can't wait for you know yeah. the awareness part of this podcast and yeah. people to hear this message and to say hey i would love to work with people with developmental disabilities mm -hmm. um who are quality people and all the things that they can get out of it it's yeah. it's an amazing profession to have and yeah. how do people kian was actually oh, yeah. offered he was offered mm -hmm. a full scholarship oh, yeah, to go was. to medical school Woo! at dartmouth and Gosh. uh university of cincinnati yeah and uh he chose university of cincinnati and i always tell people that those are the type of people that we actually go after yeah. or people who are going to be in med school or law right. school or whatever um, because our thing is is why wouldn't they want to work with people who have developmental disabilities like um, um like nurses and everything that's right yes. you know we yeah. want to get the best yeah. of the best um but uh if there's anyone out there who, you know, has a loved one that needs services, um, we can be reached at 419-708-9898. Uh, uh, we call that the bat phone. So, <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So whenever that phone rings, somebody will pick up. Uh, we are, uh, our address is uh, 6800 uh, West Central Avenue. Uh, there in Toledo, uh, in the Sylvania area, where are we are unit C1, um, and uh, again right across the street from Scrambler, uh, you know. So uh, if you're ever in that area, hey, drop by, knock on the door, we'll let you in and we'll give you a tour. Mm -hmm. um, and, but like I said, um, you know, we love, we'd love to, uh, you know, just we just love to work with awesome people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. And mm -hmm. we love working with you guys, pretty awesome, quality people. Um, who thank you. Thank you th so much. Thank you. Seriously, right, Dan? Right. Um, sorry, sorry I was yawning a lot. Oh, that <laughs> oh no, you're okay. Yeah. It's Dan. been a long day, Dan. I'm, I was yawning too, so. Kyle's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> good. The tisk, tisk. Hey, is Danny going to compare them to superheroes? Oh, yeah. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah. So All right, hard. Dan. we got to compare these two guys, yep. two separate superheroes. <laughs> what are you thinking, man? Well. And I, why, I'm, of course. Yep. Well, I guess since you, I guess 
I guess you, I guess you could be Black Panther because you're wearing a Black Panther shirt. There you I'll go. Any you. other any other reasons? Any qualities that you can think of? Like cool characteristics? Um. What kind of values? <laughs> like values and stuff? Um, what to say? Like values? I guess I, I guess I guess Black Panther Black Panther was loyal was loyal to his father before he died. Oh wow. Uh-huh. That is awesome. a, that is very true. I remember that from the movies yeah. especially. And um I guess you're Tichaka. T'Chaka. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm T'Challa. My dad's T'Chaka. That's how about awesome. That? How about that? How about that? Hey, I'll take that. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna get me a Black Panther shirt now. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> I love that. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. My uh, son Trey, he loves Disney, so we all have Disney nicknames. Really? Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, in our center, when you go into the rec room, there are Disney posters on the wall. That's yeah. And are, what yeah. people don't realize is every one of those posters is actually the nickname that he's given no somebody in the way. family. Oh, that's yep. cool. So there's a Lion King one up with Mufasa and Simba. I'm Mufasa and Trey is Simba. <laughs> um, there is a Snow White and the Seven Dwarf one up uh, because he calls my wife Snow White. <laughs> there's an Aladdin one up because he calls his sister Jasmine. And then there is, uh, he calls Kian um, Diego. Diego from, uh, what's it? Ice Age. Ice Age. Ice Age. Oh and gosh. then he oh. calls uh, he calls Kendall. Uh, Bagheera. Yeah, Bagheera from uh, the, is it the, the book? The Jungle Book. The Jungle Book. book. Jungle that book. is so cool. And so we have all That's those. Phenomenal, uh, that's phenomenal. Because I've seen awesome. those and I did yeah, not awesome. know the symbolism behind yeah, it. Yeah. 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 So I love that when you guys ask him that question. Yeah. That's the kind of stuff we do with Trey. So if you were around Trey for any amount of time, we'd say, okay, well, what is yeah. the Disney character that he would give you? Yeah. So, yeah, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you guys, um, I think we're going to start wrapping it up. But thank you so much for being here today and sharing your mission with our audience and with us. Um, and thank you for all that you continue to do for uh, Dan and our family. Dan, is there anything that you want to add? Or Sarah? Um, It's... It's 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 been it's been like I said it's been really fun it's been really fun to work 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 work, work with the Rook Center because they are um I to be not come to think about it, I think I I think that I think they're they're really they're really well equipped equipped with everything that Thank they have you. at their disposal Thank you and it's really awesome they're really well equipped they're more organized they they get like I said they work around the clock pretty much. Like uh, even on you, got, you guys work work on Saturdays, Saturdays, Saturdays and Sundays. Yeah, we do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's awesome, yeah. and that's awesome. And I notice changes in Dan, so you guys are yeah. doing great. Thank yeah. you so much. Yes. Mm-hmm. That awesome. means a lot to us, and we want to thank uh, your mom, and your dad, uh, for uh, trusting us enough uh, to let us work with uh, Danny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because I know they're very busy people. They're good people, um, and your mother. Uh, has just been oh my gosh, she you know she is just oh yeah she she's just awesome and you know every time I'm out in the community and I hear things that she said about you know our center that just phenomenal uh, we really really appreciate that mm-hmm. it means so much to me it really does well, mm-hmm. well yeah. you guys mean a lot to us and. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. And like we do all things, yeah, there we go. Dan already started. Mm-hmm. We do it with an air, a yeah, fist bump. We do it with mm-hmm. a fist bump. Yeah, there we go. Fist bumps all around. <laughs> and, and a good old rock on. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you.
superheroes, we need you to go to our website and take a survey. Now, what does this survey do? It gives us some information as to who is listening to our show, but it also will help us learn a bit about relationships and friendships. So that is one of the things that many people with autism, as Danny has noted in previous episodes, sometimes need a little extra assistance with. And so we are collecting some data on friendships and would like to analyze that in a future podcast. So please go ahead, uh, go online, take our survey. It also gives you an opportunity to share some feedback um, and some constructive criticism. Whatever you want to want us to read and analyze, we'll do it. So uh, go to our website, eyesofautism.com. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And on that note, boom.